it is a tight fit, sir. Hey, stop! Sir, the more you struggle, the more this is going to hurt. <clears throat> be gentle, this is my first time. I designed this thing to come off. Hey, I wish you'd be able to... Please try not to move, sir. Hey, what's going on here? <sighs> Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've got me doing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week we're talking about... Iron Man. Our one. first DC. Marvel. And whatever. Fucking Marvel. We've done DC. I fucking hate Marvel. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so Some we've... of these aren't terrible, and this is one of them. We figured we'd start our Marvel discussions with the first Marvel film of the cinematic universe. The first MCU. Yeah. Yeah. First of the MCU. I'm literally wearing a DC hat. Yeah. Fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> DC fanboy. What's up? Uh, this is only a taste of what you can expect in the rest of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Get ready. Myself, I I don't, I, I like the MCU. I don't love it. I like it. It's fine. I've seen the it's same good. movie 20 fucking times in the MCU. You're not wrong. It's got a formula. Except for Ragnarok. It's got a formula. And Black Panther. They were good. The Yes. Um, I still haven't seen Endgame. I'm going to make know, everyone mad at this. I know, I know. I literally I have know, Disney Plus I and I still haven't I seen know, it. I know. I know. I'm not talking to you, bitch. I'm talking to our audience. I know. I'm trying to get over the fact that we run a podcast called The Fluent Nerd and you've not seen Endgame. Well, whatever. Just going to let our... We'll watch it eventually. Let our 20 listeners decide whether that's good or not. <laughs> You're being generous. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. God. Anyway. Iron Man. You're really helping my seasonal depression. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this movie. This one is really fun, and I think it has to do with the fact that it... I a, run from it. It didn't... Iron. Okay. <laughs> God. No, don't. No. Um, anyway, this one... Didn't take itself seriously almost at all. It um it told a great basic story. I will say it was the first one to start the whole Skybeam shit that movies did for the la- the ten years after this, including Suicide Squad, who I think was like the last one to finally fucking not do it. Or do- you have to bring up Suicide Squad in my DC versus Marvel argument. Uh huh. That's kind of part of the reason. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Iron Man starts off by introducing Tony Stark, who's essentially like a darker version of Elon Musk and a son of... You think his name's Anthony? It is, actually, I think. That's stupid. I think it's Anthony. I don't know that for a fact, and Iron Man nerds are right climbing down my throat right now, if they ever listen to this. Anyway, Iron Man, he's like an alcoholic, Elon Musk, you know, child prodigy, genius, uh, son of their universe's version of Howard Hughes, um... Takes over. He runs a weapons company. Blah, blah, blah. He runs a weapons company. The com- the movie starts where he's in the back of a Humvee and it plays some AC fucking DC. And I love it. Um, and it's... This came be in what? 2008? Yep. And um, and back in 2008, people still use MySpace because they make a MySpace joke. They do. And they're taking a picture with a real digital camera instead of a smartphone. <laughs> Little things like that that you notice. Uh, he gets captured by some sort of... Uh, Mujahideen. Mujahideen. Um, terrorist cell Taliban yeah pretty much the MCU's version of Taliban 
And bam, man. Wow, that's the attack. I'm bringing it back to 08. Uh, but then we flash back <laughs> to really get to know Tony Stark, and he was winning an award at Kaisar's Palace in uh, in Las Vegas. I'm sorry, New Vegas. And um, he uh, didn't His show dad's up for basically it. Mr. House. Oh, my fucking Which, God. R.I.P., by the way, Yeah, Mr. House. Moment of silence. Yeah. Anyway, um, he's his buddy, Colonel Rhodes. Rhodey is there, and he gives him his award, and they fly around. He, oh, firstly, he finds that that uh, that reporter chick and just bones her. Because Did you figure out who she is yet? What movie she's no, in? No, I haven't. You're gonna. I know you're gonna <laughs> fucking. It's been killing me for like the last hour. Uh huh. Um, but uh, then he starts uh, doing. Sh- bunch of stuff he goes down the reason he's down in the middle east is because he's releasing his newest weapon the jericho which apparently he get in one of my favorite quotes that he says and i wrote it down here is some people say the best weapon is the weapon you never have to fire i respectfully disagree the best weapon is the weapon you have to only fire once <laughs> he's like find an excuse to set this up on these guys and they'll be too afraid to come out of their caves which is ironic because his dad was on the Manhattan Project. Yeah, fire that twice. Twice, I know. Which I, I, I kind of put that together, and I was that's pretty ironic. But uh, which, which just means his weapon is better. So he gets captured by these guys. We find out later that he was the hit was put out. He was supposed to be killed during that raid, and it was by his dad's business partner and his current business partner Obadiah, who escaped from the Tron universe. <laughs> who escaped from the Tron universe and leaked into this universe? Yes. Um, uh, if I had Olivia Wilde at my disposal, I wouldn't escape the Tron verse. Even if an evil version of me was trying to kill me. I know Z will do Tron. We'll do Tron soon. I just want to do Olivia Wilde. <laughs> you know, I haven't actually seen either. What the fuck is wrong with you? I think I've mentioned that before You're in the fired podcast. From everything. <laughs> God damn it! We need a new podcast. You've never seen Endgame. I don't care. That's stupid. Tron is Tron, dude. I grant. I know everything about Tron, but this is about Iron Man. Anyway. Um, he's the Mujahideen. They find out who I've he seen is. Tron like three times this year, and instead of killing him, they make him make. They try to make him make the Jericho missile with the parts they have because they have a bunch of his weapons. Make a combustible engine out of Gilligan's Island esque. Well, shit. no, more. It's like make a bigger <laughs> missile out of these missiles. I guess. They're so all his <laughs> it's all his stuff that he's made. Um, and instead of doing that, oh, also the shrapnel in his chest is leaking into his heart. So the uh, Jensen, I forgot his name, is like a doctor, surgeon, helper, overall genius who's from the area. Uh, hooks up to a car battery to make an electromagnet machine. to hold uh, hold the shrapnel from entering his heart. So instead of lugging around a car battery, he makes a miniaturized arc reactor, which is like the stuff he uses at home, but he makes it smaller and more compact. And it's like, I, I actually wrote it down as well, three megajoules per second. Which I'm not an electrician. I don't know how much power Science, that is. Bitch. Sounds like a. Fu- he says I could run your heart for 50 lifetimes, unless you strap it into a suit or something real big for 15 it. minutes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, again, quote from the movie. So he instead doesn't make the Jericho. He makes the first Mark One Iron Man suit. Jensen, the only one made of iron, actually. That's probably true. I don't it know is. if it was made of iron. I looked it up. Oh, nice. The Mark One's iron. Nice. Which is really dumb because they shoot him with bullets made of steel and made, you know other stuff. I was kind of pointing that out earlier. That's the Whatever. reason medieval armor went out of fashion because bullets go through it. Granted, his armor could have been like three inches thick and even. Fine, True. I mean, I've like I've got been. some level three body armor which is stop stuff. So who knows? It's not made of iron. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I know. Um, and he escapes in what is essentially a miniaturized version of the Iron Giant. 
Uh, Jensen, he he sacrifices himself because his family is dead, and he's going to see them now. Sad part of the movie. Um, fasting forward, he gets back home. He gets an American cheeseburger from Burger King. I think you have a fact about that. Um, he tells them he's shutting down the weapons production of his company, which grows everything up ape shit. He hits he on did, Pepper Potts. Who's he hits on Pepper Potts, who is smoking hot. Um, and they have isn't kind of this will they won't they thing. Isn't there something where, let's see, whoever is in Spider Man, they made a redhead into a blonde for Spider Man, and no, they no, made no, 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 Paltrow no. from a blonde into a redhead. So the Spider Man thing is it was a different girlfriend in Spider Man's history. He has Mary Jane, Mary Mary. Mary Jane. Jane. Mary Jane. Yeah, that's Mary right. Jane. Yeah, Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy. That's right. And they're two different people. Gwen Stacy, I believe, is blonde in the comics. I don't know. I'm not a huge nerd in comics. I don't know. I saw something about it on Reddit. I don't know. Um, something like that. It was that they, whatever, but I don't I don't know if Pepper Potts in the books. We are not being for comic books. Right is, now. <laughs> is blonde or redhead anyway, but she's sort of both in this movie. I think she's mostly redhead. Uh, with Anyway, getting off point, um, which Gwyneth Outro will make you do that. <laughs> um he hits on her really hard. And then he goes and makes the Mark II suit, which freezes at high altitudes for some reason. Remember that. Stomp, stomp. Yeah. Hint, <laughs> hint. Uh, then he makes it out of a, some gold titanium alloy and paints it hot rod red because he's Tony fucking Stark. And uh, then he decides as he's watching the news one night that Gomira, the town which Jensen was from, is under attack by the Mujahideen. And he goes and does some fucking vigilante goddamn justice. Very much like Batman, except he actually leaves Gotham. <laughs> so um, Batman did almost the same thing in the Middle East when he was training, remember? Was it the Middle East? No, it was like the Mongolian it was, Gobi Desert, wasn't it? No, it was like Tibet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like yeah, the yeah. corner of the Middle East going mm-hmm, into... Mm-hmm. Also, he does go outside of Gotham in the Dark Knight. I did forget that. He does go to China. That's how the Dark Knight trilogy ends. He's in uh, like Paris or something. Oh yeah. Alfred's well, season. well, that's after he was He's done. Fucking Selena like Kyle Rome. is also hot. <sighs> yeah. Oh, God. I want to be a superhero if nothing else for the really hot girlfriend. Uh, or the billions of dollars both of these superheroes have. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Either uh, or. Obadiah finds the old plans. Turns out Obadiah again was against him the whole time. Takes the suit from the Mujahideen and um, makes a bigger and better Iron Giant version. Tony has to fight him at the end. I'm fast-forwarding here because I've spent too much time talking about Gwyneth Paltrow. And, uh, again, first movie to do the big sky beam at the end. And the thing for the sky beam. It, I got really annoyed at it for ten fucking years. Every Marvel movie, it ended. Every DC movie ended with a giant fucking sky beam. Well, every Marvel movie is the same. <sighs> yeah, later we'll do Iron Man 2, or as known as Doctor Strange. <laughs> Magic Iron Man. Anyway, it was the beginning of the uh, the universe for MCU, and I really enjoyed this movie, if not some of the later ones. So that's the plot. That's all you're going to get from me. If you don't know the plot of Iron Man, wake up out of your cave. Or watch any Marvel movie. Watch any <laughs> Marvel movie. Yeah. Anyway, all right. that's all I got. We'll be back. We'll see you guys in a minute. All right. So Robert Downey Jr. played Tony Stark. Our DJ. He's also in Sherlock Holmes, the new Doolittle movies. Where he plays Doctor Doolittle. He plays Doctor Doolittle. And yeah, when does this come out? Soon. I don't know. I've heard of that. In the future, Tropic Thunder, which you still haven't seen. I know. Weird Science, back in the day. Oh yeah. And Natural Born Killers. I don't think I've seen that either. Yeah, it's it's a trip. It's a weird one. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, who's was that, that pre or post that Rob Downey Jr. going full drug? Every, uh, right around the same time. <laughs> What's that guy that I don't like who's in like every... Woody Harrelson. Oh, same. I don't like him. I, it's, I can't see him as anything but Woody Harrelson as blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. He's just Woody Harrelson. He, he's in Natural Born Killers. Okay. It's about it's him and a girl. He's one of the main go reasons on like I hate a, uh, They go like on a murder, drug rage, bender. Oh. It, it's a weird movie. It's very Sound, weird. Sounds adorable. Yeah, it's adorbs. All right, Terrence Howard plays Rhodey in this movie only. Because <laughs> he couldn't take a pay cut for the next fucking yeah. 10,000 movies they made. He was in, he is in Empire, uh, Electric Dreams, which is that Philip K. Dick uh, Amazon show I haven't seen yet. Uh-huh. Same guy who did the um, What If the World Turned Into Nazi show on Amazon. Oh, Man in High Castle. Yeah. That's was the guy that a book series first? Yeah. That's Philip K. Dick who wrote that book. Oh, okay. He did another one called Electric Dreams. I gotta finish that. I haven't seen it. It was also apparently on Sesame Street back in the day. He was in Get Rich or Die Trying, the 50 Cent movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was in Hustle and Flow, Four Brothers, Hearts War, and now, Big Four Mama's. Four Brothers was good. And Big Mama's House. <laughs> All right. Jeff Bridges plays Obadiah Stain. He was in The Big Lebowski. Stain or Stain? I don't know. My thing says Stain. Anyway. I think it's Stain. Uh, he was the dude in Big Lebowski. He was in The New Whatever, True Grit. Man. He was in both the Trons you haven't seen. And he's in Kingsman, which you haven't seen. You uncultured wow. swine. Wow. <laughs> you uncultured swine. Gwyneth Paltrow <sighs> plays Pepper Potts. She was in Glee. She was in Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. That sounds amazing. Have you never seen that either? No. Oh, my God. She was in Shallow Hal. Yes. That Shall- so fucking Wow, I f- she was in Shallow Hal. She was the main interest. Yeah, in yeah. I'm just, I'm just remembering Who that turned out now. to be a big fat girl. <laughs> hey, man. She did. I'm not, I'm not giving it I know, away. I know, I know. She was in Gold Member. Oh my God. Uh-huh. I love that fucking movie so much. Uh, Dogma. And she played young Wendy Dogma. in Hook. Oh my God, really? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Whoa. Right? So I'm thinking about who she was in Dogma. All right. Agent Coulson is played by Clark Gregg. Uh, he was in Mr. Popper's Penguins. <laughs> It's a Just Jim Carrey movie. Oh my god! I don't know. I didn't watch it either. And he was in AI, artificial intelligence. When did that come out? Nineties. Uh, it's got the kid from Sixth Sense who oh, still looks like a kid. Uh, Haley Joel like Osment. Yeah, he looks like a giant kid now. <laughs> he was in the Boys, which I we know. have to do. He looks like a giant kid. We That's ha- why I yeah. brought up the Boys earlier when I was yeah, doing this. We definitely have to. Do All right. That. Did you figure out where uh, Christine Everhart was? What she was in? The actress is named Leslie Bibb. She's the blonde reporter from the beginning. Um, She's Carly Bobby from Talladega Nights. Oh, my fucking <laughs> God. <laughs> I know. That was better than anything I thought of. I know. Better than anything I thought in my imagination <laughs> what she could be from. Yep. She's also in Law Abiding Citizen. But, yeah, that's Ricky Bobby's wife. And, actually, Cal's wife because she marries him, too. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. What did you just say? I love really thin pancakes. It is a fair compromise, yes? <laughs> just say you love pancakes and I won't break your arm. <laughs> break it, Pepper Le Pew! <laughs> fuck, I know it's not that nerdy, but fuck, we have to do that movie. I love that movie so much. Okay, so they didn't finish the script when they started filming. <laughs> yeah. with, the, with the funding they had well, back more, before they were owned by Disney. Yeah, they were more focused on the story and the action, so the dialogue was mostly ad-libbed. Now, John Favreau, who directed this and everything else we cover, apparently. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Uh, he shot most of the movie with just, like, two cameras and pretty much let Robert Downey Jr. say whatever the fuck he wanted to. Man, it really worked. Yeah. 
he would uh, just record over and over and make up different shit every time, and they'd go with whatever. God, he liked it the worked. Best. Why didn't? It, did yeah. they, I hope they continued that, but I don't think they did. They wrote this role for him essentially, or when they when they were like, he's the only person. That's kind of what I'm saying. Iron Iron, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Yeah. Like well, they, at the end of the movie, he's like, "I am Iron Man." They pretty much picked him for this for that reason. But uh, Gwyneth Paltrow did not like the whole ad libbing thing. She's used to playing lines. Yeah. Didn't she get like? Wasn't she like classically trained or something like that? I don't Probably. Know. But okay, so Paul Bettany is the guy you were talking about earlier who plays uh, Chaucer. Oh yes, voices Jarvis. Yes, he voices Jarvis. He's never seen the movie. He doesn't know anything about the plot. Um, he said a... it was like the easiest job he ever had. He said it felt like he was robbing him because he got paid a was lot of money. Practically just a voice actor. Two hours of work. And now, yet he then plays fucking Vision later on. So yeah. Uh, and also, I guess he's married to Jennifer Conley, which is cool. Damn. Yeah. Of Labyrinth fame. Um, who also, she voiced everything. She's attached to everything. She voiced the AI in Spider-Man Homecoming, which is ironic. Oh my fucking. Also, Karen, I think it was a Karen Gillan did Friday, the voice later. I don't know. Tony Stark's AI. I don't know. Sure. Some Scottish chick. Yeah. Okay, Robert Downey Jr. actually thanked Burger King in an interview one time to a magazine because basically he was really hooked on drugs at one point. And oh, he had a I've heard this Burger story, King think, burger yeah. that was so bad it made him rethink his life. He dumped all the drugs out and went clean. Wow. <laughs> and he goes to Burger King in the movie. Yeah, he gets a Burger King. And also, That's his Burger American King, cheeseburger. Burger King were the ones who put out the toys for this when they, like, in their Happy Meals or whatever when the movie came out. That's a, I have heard that story it's before, but I'm just reacting to it for the second time. But, yeah. like, holy shit. It's like, if you're so fucked up, and yet you still realize, this is the shittiest burger I've ever eaten. Yeah. Granted, I don't eat Burger King burgers. Uh, I like their breakfast. I don't eat a lot of fast food burgers. I like their breakfast. I need a lot of their burgers. I hate the McDonald's their breakfast. Their onion rings aren't bad. True. Yeah. Burger King fries are delicious. You're disgusting. Moving on. <laughs> Jeff Bridges really didn't like not having a script or rehearsals. Um, he uh, usually knows his lines like in and out. But, I was going to say, I really liked him in this movie. But he basically treated it like a $200 million student film, and he said he had fun with it. Uh, it, it shows, man. It really well, fucking shows. Moving on to more Jeff Bridges stuff. Uh, they didn't really tell him what he needed to look like, and he's like, "I want him to be bald with a beard, just because he's always wanted to shave his head and also wear a beard." Also showed, so he used it as an excuse to like do it. I'm saying it took me a minute to realize that was Jeff Bridges. I know that that's stupid to say, but I'm like, "That's oh yeah, yeah, it's that guy. Yeah, it's the dude. It's the opposite of the dude." Yeah. Okay, so to avoid any spoilers about the final scene where he goes, "I am Iron Man," they told all the extras it was a dream sequence, so they couldn't leak it. Oh, that's cool. Smart. That's smart. Now, the whole I Am God, Iron Man I, thing. I, I like this movie a lot better yeah, now. That whole thing was ad-libbed by Robert Downey Jr. The whole I Am Iron Man? Yeah. Um, they actually, the producer was like, fuck it, leave it in. He likes it. And he basically says this is how, this was like the decision whether the MCU was going to have secret identities or not. Right. Was left to Robert Downey Jr. He made oh the decision pretty God. much. The only person who does is Spider-Man. And, oh, uh, yeah, because that's kind of part of Spider-Man's yeah, thing. Yeah, Thor has an alter ego from the first movie, but never uses it. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> it was Donald no. Blake. He's just he's just Iron Fork. <laughs> yeah. And apparently the Iron Man suit is made up of roughly four hundred and fifty pieces. Yeah, he, he's gone on record of like bitching about it, like in like on record. And then Gwyneth Paltrow gets into one in like Iron Man three, I think it was, and she's on record going like, Yeah, he's a bit of a pussy. It's not that bad. <laughs> Jeez. 
All right. There's a whole bunch of stuff from in the movie that we're going to talk about real quick. Okay. Um, at an hour and 50 minutes, when they're having the uh, final press conference, yes, Tony Stark is reading a newspaper, and it's got a picture of Iron Man, like a grainy, shitty one. Yeah. And it's actually from a video that some people like secretly snuck onto set and took and released in 2007 to the internet. So Whoa. it's like an actual grainy photo of the Iron Man movie being filmed that they pulled off the internet and put in the movie. Fuck, that is meta <laughs> as shit. Yeah. I love it. At an hour 25, when Pepper sees Tony working on the uh, the Iron Man armor, you can see a Captain America shield sitting on the workbench. Uh, they also, I think, reference that back in Iron Man 2. In Iron Man 2, they use the same... Yeah, to, same, to steady his fucking... It was the what same, was it, a particle accelerator or something like that? It yeah. was the same exact cut. Like, they used that same piece. That's from cool. Iron Man 1. That's cool. And you actually like find that. out in the first Avenger that Tony's dad helped work on the shield. Made the vibranium and shield. And that's yeah. like an early prototype. Wow, that was the that was very yeah. nerdy of me. <laughs> he has the first uh that's the prototype for it. It's Tony it's Tony's house. Oh nice. Yep. At fifty eight minutes, Obadiah, this is the part I told you to listen to when he was playing on the piano. Yeah. He's playing a Salieri song. Salieri was Mozart's you remember that movie I made you watch with yeah, Mozart yeah, and Salieri? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty much their relationship. He's like overlooked, not as good. He's also a genius and he creates things, but Tony's always going to be... What (laughs) the fuck? There you go. I've had so much meta today. This is not okay. Yep. There you go. You wrap that one up. Holy shit. All right. At an hour and 45 when Ironmonger and Tony are fighting. Just move on from that. (laughs) Yeah. You can see a background. uh, One of the buildings in the background has a Roxxon logo on it. Roxxon? Roxxon. R-O-X-X-O-N. Apparently in the MCU, or in the comic book world, uh, Roxxon is a big conglomerate that does a bunch of illegal shit and actually sent the agents who killed Tony Stark's parents. So it's a throwback uh, to that. So it's, it's for the comic book nerds. So it's the Lex Corp of the MCU? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Everything's got, everything is the exact equivalent. There really are the yin and yang of comic books Except and shit. Batman is divided up between Tony Stark and... And the blind dude. What's his name? Blind dude. What's his fucking name? The blind dude? Daredevil. Uh, if you mix Daredevil and Tony Stark, yeah. that's Batman. Correct. Yeah. Because I've always thought Batman. Yeah. And also, Batman's name should be Daredevil. He should yes. be Batman. Yes. Yeah, I, was I get say it. That. I get it. I get it. That's right. been the nerd argument for fucking decades. So, John Favreau's first choice to play Pepper Potts was Rachel McAdams. I would not have been mad at that. Yeah, she actually <laughs> was in Doctor Strange, so it worked out. All right, the Iron Man Mark One suit. Weighed... So she was effectively Iron Man's girlfriend. Yeah, because it's pretty much Iron Man with magic. So yeah, uh, the Mark One armor weighed ninety pounds on its own. Damn. And apparently, Hugh Jackman was offered the role of Tony Stark at some point. I could see that, except he was already Wolverine. Exactly. He's. But he's... was he at this point? I don't remember. Yeah, the X Men movies came out before this. Apparently, our boy Raman Dawaji yeah, did the soundtrack for this, and he wow. worked with Tom Morello from what band is he in? Blink One Eighty Two. Raman Dawaji did this music. That's really good. Yeah, I they like did that. the uh, soundtrack for this. That's super. And actually, dude, Tom Morello, Tom Morello had a cameo as a security guard who gets killed by Ironmonger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Rage Against the Machine. That's his band, and he's killed by a machine. Oh my god! <laughs> Essentially, that's it. Tom, Fuck, Tom, Rage Against the Machine. That's awesome. I don't know my early 2000s suit. I love how this section band. is really just me reacting to shit way too much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and yelling, meta. It is meta. <laughs> Tell me it's not. Oh, shut up. Fuck you, Z. 
So the sound for the target lock-on thing and the heads-up display is the sound of the laser cannon from Space Invaders. <laughs> <laughs> I did not catch that at all. Yep. And apparently, <laughs> apparently Ghostface Killa, the rapper, was a longtime fan of the Iron Man uh, comics. And he uses the aliases Iron Man and Tony Stark in his uh, 1996 album, apparently. And he sampled cool. clips of the 1966 Iron Man movie. And he got a wait. Ca- there was an Iron Man movie before this one. Yeah, and he got a cameo as a tycoon in Dubai. And they cut the scene, and John Favreau had to like apologize to him, and then uh, he let him use Iron Man stuff in a uh, music video later because, huh. to make up for it. Because Ghostface Killer is a fan <laughs> of Iron Man. Hey man, I'm an Iron Man fan. There you go. Iron Man fan. Wow, does the Taliban nine in my right? Fuck what? You don't even. Okay, we'll end with that. All right. What are your theories on this movie? You have anything for me? <laughs> well, I thought you were the one doing fan theories. I have one. I just want to see if you um, have one first. So I'd be polite to ask. <laughs> <laughs> just go off script and throw him off there. Um, That's what I do. Do I have any? Theories. I that this is probably just a sub a subset of Tron, and oh, and uh, <laughs> Jeff Bridges is just bored and he's doing his own thing. It could, be. or he goes insane in Tron like he does in this movie. He allots a bunch of like space on the hard drive to yeah. make his own Iron yeah. Man world. Yeah, and I don't yet if he'd be the bad guy and then lose, that would suck. Well, in his own opinion, he's not the bad guy. It's a, from a certain point of view. Oh, shut up. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> okay. Here's one that bounced around that I've heard before, and that's that Howard Stark gave Tony super soldier serum. Because several times while we were watching, we've this, seen it like oh, we dead. were like he should have been dead from that. Dead. He should have been dead from that. Dead several times. Like I think and the then, counter got up to like eight. Then he goes on to get hit by um, the Hulk eventually. The Hulk True. smashes him a few times. True. There's all a whole list of things on here. Let's see. Uh, in Avengers, he gets sucked through a wormhole and it exists in space oh, yeah. essentially for a while, where he should have just died from radiation, if nothing else, the temperatures and all the other shit. Uh, he got beat up by Hulk. Um, he took the Captain Shield straight to the chest when they were fighting. Yeah, that should have broke him. Uh, he had a moon thrown at him in Infinity War, apparently. <laughs> And uh, some stuff from Endgame that, that I just read about that kind of ruined the movie you for me. fucking suck so bad. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I granted, at this point, if you haven't fucking watched it, you deserve those spoilers. It's all on me. I don't care. So, yeah, his dad <laughs> obviously had access to the Super Soldier Serum. Super Soldier Serum. <laughs> yeah. And he could have done it. I mean, it would make sense. Dose him early. Or, or, or he figured out a way to make another version of it that wasn't as good. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, he did work on that project. Yeah. That's and they even theory. talk about how he can drink everyone under the table. He's also a genius. Maybe it's just not because he's a drunk. Maybe because he's just super soldier. Well, no, no. He does get drunk. So, it, so again, that's if, that's saying, but maybe truth, his, if that's true, it's not as good. Well, maybe his level of tolerance is what I'm saying. Oh. That would kill someone like Rhodey. Yeah. And he just gets buzzed off. Yeah, of that's true. Because when they're on the plane and they're drinking, uh, Tony's just kind of sitting there. He's chilling, watching the strippers, which are also his... His uh, cabin crew, and I said this uh, when we were watching it. I was like, if you were super rich, this would be you. <laughs> Pretty accurate. This would be you. Yeah. Um, But he's also hyper-intelligent. It could have come from that. I mean, yeah. that's a good theory. I like that. There you go. That's your only one? That's it. God damn it. <laughs> the MCU has to have so many different fucking theories. There's a lot, but they tied into other things. I was trying to find one specific to this. Oh, uh, that's okay. That, that's fair. We'll yeah. we'll do more Marvel 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 movies. Um, <laughs> <that> was just <laughs> my tongue didn't want to work there for a second. 
Um, like sorry. a Gungan who stuck his tongue in the, uh, <laughs> between oh, the pod racing things. Now this is pod racing. That's a wizard. <laughs> All right. What do you not like about Iron Man? <laughs> I don't like in about In general, this movie. I don't care. It's uh, about Iron Man himself. Or even the Marvel. This films. is our discussion on Iron Man as a yeah. whole. Yeah. Um, I thought. I don't know. I, I thought Obadiah was an underdeveloped villain. There, there could be more to that, but it because at one point Pepper just says he's gone insane. Like, well, why? Why did he go insane? No, he felt undervalued. He should have gotten the company <laughs> yeah, when yes. Howard died. I get that. He was Howard's he, no, friend. No, he did own the company when Howard died, but when Tony came of age, yeah. he had to give this kingdom over to this fucking twerp, right? I mean, that makes sense. That, yes. I don't see him as underdeveloped. His, underdeveloped. Okay, but what I'm saying is him trying to get Tony killed, totally see that. That's totally developed. Him going insane and trying to kill him with an Iron Man now, suit? Now, if this were the end of Iron Man 3... Yes. And he'd been with him the whole time. Yes. Or yes. I don't know if this ever happens, but does Rhodey ever like turn against him? Rhodey does not turn Rhodey doesn't See, turn against him. That would be a him. good that'd be a good villain story though. It was if Rhodey went a war Rhodey. machine. Yeah. yeah. When he as war machine. Exactly. No no, and actually he doubles down in Civil War is like, no, nah, I'm Tony's man. That's dumb. So That's what I'm saying, though. The, again, Obadiah would have been cool I to thought keep the around end, for the, the end. end battle felt forced. Now, if the Taliban dude had figured out a way to rearm Mark One and fought him. That would have been satisfying. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but then you don't have... you don't find out till number three that Obadiah was behind the whole thing. That'd be more of a story to me. Oh man, but like you said though, they didn't have a lot of the writing done, so yeah. they were making up as they it went was along. a one off. Yeah. Um, and again, Plus, they again, probably didn't want to pay Jeff Bridges for three movies. Very true. <laughs> I don't hate on this movie. I don't. I love this movie because it was the first, right? And it, had, it took so many risks. Uh, to make superhero movies normalized, yeah. Uh, but that—that that is DC's my. DC's been doing it for years. <laughs> I said normalized. Uh, yeah. Everyone's fucking seen the Nolan. Well, not even pre Nolan. Okay. Everyone's seen the okay. Old okay. The Dark Knight. Yes. No, but even before that, everyone's seen a Batman movie before that. Yeah, and they were all fucking campy and stupid. This is the first one to make them not campy. This was still campy. I'm, I'm saying it wasn't campy. I said it was like it was it was. It was superheroes in the real world. I guess. I like the my perception of reality is more like Gotham from a certain point of view. Exactly. All right, Obi Wan. What was your least favorite part of the movie? Uh, this movie I really don't have any big qualms with. So this with. came out the same year as Dark Knight, apparently. I was gonna say I had problems with every other movie trying to copy it. Yes. Which Disney was like, I love it. Let's buy it. That really pissed <sighs> me off. Okay. I you don't want. Don't even get me started again. Yeah. On the mouse ruining Marvel things. movies. Are like, it's like the same sandwich with different bread. Right? Can I? Can I? They all have the same story. Right. With slightly different. Oh, you're an Asgardian. Okay. Because, now let's have this whole story happen exactly the same way. Because this movie did so well. I know, but I hate that. So you can't hate the first one. I'm bitching about Marvel. Fuck you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Is That's my a, big. Gripe. Is there a gripe about this particular that movie? That it's made by Marvel, who Other, went on to fuck things up. Disney went down to fuck it up. Uh, Marvel did fuck stuff up after this. Mar- Iron Man 2 sucked before the Disney bought them. I get it. I'm giving you my bitches. All right. It's what's not your about favorite, this movie, though. What's your favorite part? Favorite part about this movie is Robert Downey Jr. Damn it. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Fine. I'll pick Pepper Potts. <laughs> <laughs> no, like like you said earlier, when like uh, most of his lines were ad-libbed, it, A, it shows. It shows his talent. It's just like when he doesn't give a fuck. Or maybe he does give a fuck. I don't know. Um, but it, it was so fucking smooth. Yeah. And and it kind of it kind of worked. 
the whole like everyone else was kind of about the ad libbing and he was because that kind of mimics what it would be in real life of somebody who's just really quick on his feet yeah and people having to just go like he what when tony stark is in a room when tony stark is in a room everyone knows it it's pure confidence and he runs exactly and everyone else is like uh and everyone else is kind of on the back foot backpedaling the whole time and it works with the character yeah so that's that's what i really like i agree i would say the charm my, my favorite part would be all the acting I mean, you can't yeah. tell me that there's a bad movie Jeff Bridges. I mean, I Jeff Bridges has also, never been a There's bad a single actor. scene I, I pointed out when we were watching it is when like he's yelling at the head scientist. He's like, Tony Stark built this in a cave. And I was like, I, that would, I would freak Damn, me the Damn, Jeff out. Bridges, you scurry. <laughs> <laughs> and with a bald head and beard, it just works. Yeah. He looks like an industrialist from like the, like the 60s. Yeah, everyone acts really well in this movie. Yes. And Gwyneth Paltrow, man, it's just this movie that I find her super attractive in. Agreed. Like, she's attractive, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. Something don't about know. this movie. Some, I think it's because she's a redhead, probably. I have a thing for redheads. <laughs> it's also, Damn I blondes. think, like, just Amber she has heads. that, like, like you, like you said, her, her lines weren't, a boss weren't, too. weren't super, like, concise. So I think her almost, like, childlike wonder, almost. You know what it is? She kind of runs his life. Maybe it's like yes. a, you, maybe it's like a need... Dom sub thing. <laughs> I kind of like that, I guess. <laughs> oh, Tell me what to do. Boy. <laughs> okay. There you go. That's my favorite part. <laughs> we learned there a lot about it. There has to be a porn version of this. There has to be. Of course be. there is. There's a triple X parody of everything. We're going to review that too. <laughs> Along with the triple X parody of Lord of the Rings that like, we found. Lord of the Wings? Time. It's not called that, but it should be. <laughs> Lord of the Cock Rings? <sighs> Literally in that version, I'm Lord on Lord of the Rings. And my buddy Aaron knows what I'm talking about with this. But um, there's a golem in that triple X parody. God. His nose is a dick. <laughs> I don't want to tell the listeners how I know about this. It was a random internet thing. Oh, that's great. Anyway. All right, that's where we're going to leave That's you. where we're going to end it there. <laughs> Goodbye, people. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to The Fluent Nerd. Please go ahead and join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Fluent Nerd. If you like what you heard, go ahead and leave us a five-star review wherever you're getting your podcast. And also tell your friends about us. Like, seriously, text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluentnerd at gmail.com. And we want to give a very special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Go ahead and check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. And we'll see you guys next week. Give me a scotch. I'm starving. (laughs) (laughs) 